Welcome to the Perfect Podcast. It helps you find perfection in the precious presence. Sponsored by the Easy Way Wall of Fame. Find us everywhere, every other week. Now it is time for our show with Will Perfect and Janet Lopez. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. What a good crowd. We have a, a special uh, introduction for today's show. Um, say hi, Miss Perfect, and give us the introduction for today's show. All right. And the Perfect Zone welcomes tonight's guest, Jermaine Miller, number one bestseller author, motivational expert, and public speaker. Wow. Now, here is Will Perfect and Janet Lopez. Take it away. All right. Thank you. I know. Thank I you. love Thank you so you. much. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that <laughs> voice. And I'm really excited for today. And, yeah, and thank you so much for that intro. Oh, yeah. Well, you sound in tune. Yeah. We have an exciting guest today. Uh, so as she said, he's a motiva- motivational speaker, and he will be coming on uh, later on and not too long as time goes by really fast on the podcast. <laughs> Do you hear me well? Or did you drop off? Did your mic go off? Sometimes um, on the podcast, I get, I'm actually muted. <laughs> so I'm like wondering. Did I get muted, or he? Did your mic just get dropped off? No, I think we're back on. I, I think it was just a, a technical thing. We're we're back on. You sound like you're in tune. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah tonight's show is going to be great. Jermaine uh, Miller, what a, what a great inspirational speaker. What a great rhythm he's got when he speaks, uh, and what great words he chooses when he does. Yeah, and. Where it's funny, the other day we were talking to him and time just went so fast and he had some really great uh, tips and interesting things. Topics. Insights. And, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that is interested in becoming an author or want to write something, stay on uh, because he's going to come on and it's going to be some great tips. Oh, oh, very true. And when we were talking, like you said, it went so quick, and we wish we would have had that on for the air for everybody to hear because we were quite inspired after talking to him. I got inspired too, um, for sure. You know, I have, I do have, I am writing a book right now, but mm-hmm. he inspired me in other ways. And I think I asked him a question, and that kind of got him thinking mm-hmm. as well. So <laughs> it's like we were, we were kind of bouncing off ideas off of each other. Yep. And that's the nice thing about the, the perfect zone. I think that's why um, the, the show is doing so well. We got uh, there's uh, in consideration for the the best new podcast of the year. Um, but there's um, uh, what was I going to say? My train of thought just went because in the perfect zone we're supposed to just be in that seven o'clock, you know, uh, having a conversation with a friend kind of a conversation. So uh, very comfortable. He puts everybody at ease. That's what it is. Yes. Um, you know, we have some exciting uh, weekend. I mean, I feel like so many things have happened. Every week, something interesting happens. And I know uh, 
this uh, Easter is coming. It's right around the cor- corner, Passover, and all these um, events happening just this weekend with, mm-hmm. uh, what, it's on the 16th. So <laughs> that's really exciting. Well, well the, the weather in California has been really nice. It was super hot last time we, we'd had our show, and then now it's just cool down, nice breeze, nice wind. Um, blue skies for everybody. It, it's been it's been nice recently here in California. Yeah, I love the little music in the background. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but it's like making me feel like like I'm at the beach right now. That's how I feel, and I pretty much should be at the beach here in California. It's summer throughout, like year round, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. anyways, we do have some exciting news. Um, we do have a upcoming, uh, I guess what you said is, and I don't know if everybody heard, but the podcast was nominated, so that's exciting, mm-hmm. right? And True. that's for, oh, yeah, um, excellent. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's for the gala, right? And it's going to be in June, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you, you're so well organized, that is true. <laughs> Yeah, so we were nominated for Podcaster of the Year Award uh, by the Easy Way Awards Golden Gala. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be held at the Hills Diamond Ballroom. So, mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> I do want uh, everybody listening to, to just remind everybody, we do have the Perfect Zone uh, page on Facebook if you guys want to go on there. And if you're on and you're listening, go ahead and message us. We do want to hear from you guys. We want to hear if, if there's anything that you want to say, talk or call or whatnot, go ahead and do that. And, again, that's the perfect zone on Facebook. Yep. And uh, Diana Boss was on our show, The Perfect Zone, and uh, she's with the Faces of Rap Mothers. And we spoke with uh, Candy, who's also with the Faces of Rap Mothers, and they've got a song that's going to be on at midnight. Uh, and one of the, the radio stations or a few of the radio stations all at once is going to be a big release of one of their brand new songs. So big shout out to the faces of Rap Mothers and Candy and Diana Bloss and everybody. You're also a uh, Faces of Rap Mother representative yourself. Well, not a representative, but I am one of the, fa- uh, you know, as per Candy, uh, I am uh, part of the Faces Doing of some Rap music. Mother. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, cast. I guess cast member would be. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the term. Yes, I am one of the cast members. So yeah, that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to uh, the music. I've been listening to their music. It's really good. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I know she's she's always uh, casting and looking for people uh, right now. So shout out to Candy and thank you for everything. We. Yep, um, and we're. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Go ahead, Will. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just gonna say that uh, yeah, Easy Way is also part of this. Uh, Dante, Doctor Dante Sears, and Eric Zuli is gonna be an executive producer with uh, famed um, director Walter Franks. And what a nice guy! I met the guy, and he's so down to earth and just uh, very personable and very creative. And uh, it, it was an honor. Oh yeah. I- is is he going to be? Uh, I'm not sure, but that's definitely in the top, I guess, right? I didn't know. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> um, but Walter Frank is um, the writer and for, uh, one of the producers, right, for that, yes. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was the director of uh, How the Grinch Stole oh, Christmas, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jim Carrey meant, movie. Yeah. Right. I thought you meant um, The Easy Way or Eric. Um, I do know that maybe they're going to be on it, um, but for sure the writers and stuff. So that's that's exciting for to hear mm-hmm. and be a part of it. So I'm. Yeah, and speaking of Eric, uh, him and uh, Matt J. Doyle are doing a project. Uh, Racer Michaels is uh, working on a project with them. Uh, a lot of projects going on. A lot of buzz around the town. Um, it's uh, it's it's a good time. These are these are remarkable times. Yeah. So I definitely want to ask you a question, as always. <laughs> Just okay. To get people always have good ones. Um, so I was reading about crazy interview questions that people get asked and um, this is like a wild one and it says what would you do if you were if you had an elephant I mean I don't know why somebody would ask them by the way another one was what would you do if you were a tree Um, I don't know what yeah I don't know what if I had a job interview and somebody said that to me I would just be like yeah that's interesting so anyways (laughs) how would you answer that question well, if I was a tree, I would be enjoying the breeze and getting super comfortable with uh, where I was planted at. Uh, if I had an elephant, <laughs> you know, speaking of ele- like, there's um, a story about how like there's like I think like three people that had a blindfold over their eyes and they said describe this, and one person grabbed a hold of one of the legs and said it's a tree, and the other person grabbed the tail and said it's it's a rope. Um, and then the other person had the um, uh, the trunk and said it's a snake, you know. So it's like all these different perceptions, and that's kind of like how we see things as a whole. We just see a little like puzzle piece, and we think that's the whole reality. So if I had an elephant, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably, you know, get a few pictures of me on its back and uh, <laughs> probably feed it. I don't know. <laughs> you start doing tours, no? Like little tours and. Um, yeah, yeah well, yeah. well and like a family member, but you'll start doing tours with him. Have little kids riding back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think a Marilyn Monroe, she was on top of a, um, one of those publicity pictures on top of the elephant. And it was just, you know, every picture of her seems to be memorable somehow. She's an amazing uh, person. Uh, you know, I was living in Palm Springs for a while, and they used to have, uh, they have a huge statue, which came from Chicago. It was like a lot, it was huge, this big statue of her doing that famous pose that she does with the dress kind of flying, you know what I'm talking about, when she stood over. And oh, yeah. It ended yeah. up, yeah, it was, it was moving around. So it was like a statue, of, this artist was moving it. But it ended up being in um, Palm Springs. And I think it almost was going to say uh, permanently. Uh, but that was really exciting. She's just very um, inspirational. And I don't know if anybody's – I'm pretty sure some of our listeners have been to Palm Springs. But Palm Springs, mm-hmm. California was like the it, – it's like the downtown Hollywood back in the 50s, you know. So, you know, the Hollywood stars, yeah. they have everything like the fifth Hollywood. And so, yeah, back then that's what it was. Like Lucille um, – what is it? Lucille Ball was there. Is there. So if you go there mm-hmm. – Go downtown to Palm Springs and check out the, just look at all the stars and you'll see like a little mini Hollywood over there. You know, I heard a little bit about that story. Joe DiMaggio was married to her during, when that was going on. 
and he decided to show up on set, you know, and just kind of watch the scene. And he was so furious about that scene because she was all in white. And I guess the first time that they did the uh, the scene, it was like a, a see-through undergarments. <laughs> so they had to like give her uh, additional garments underneath. And he was just furious because everybody, you know, it was his wife and their her skirt was blowing up and, I think that was one of the, the one of the big reasons why they broke up that that scene. Oh wow, I never heard of that. I never really looked into it. I thought that was an accident, and maybe it was an accident at first, and they made it into a scene because they liked it so much. <laughs> you know, a lot of times that <laughs> happens on set where you do something unintentionally or while you're improving or whatever, and then all of a sudden they like it and it makes it in the movie. Yeah, I've been on a few sets like that, uh, um, and I heard another story about, like, I think it was Al Pacino in um, Midnight Cowboy, and they were filming in New York, and a taxi drove right in front of him, and he ended up, like, hitting the back of the taxi, and it wasn't part of the script, but once again, like you said, the director loved it, and they kept it. Yeah, I love that, and, you know, I was in a movie where, actually, I was one of the, I was the lead, one of the lead characters, and we uh when I read the script I had a certain take on it. Um, so I did it and they loved it. However, one of the things that happened is as we were rehearsing that and we don't really rehearse that often as depending on the movie, but anyways I was doing it and it has it ended up being more of a horror like a comedy. Um, mm-hmm. because I just it was just so funny, you know, I I'll do little 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 improv in between, you know, when we're taking a break or whatever. And he just loved it. The, and what ended up happening, a lot of my improv ended up in it in the way that I mm-hmm. did it. And so it turned out to be more of a comedy um, than anything. It was really funny. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until the end that they told me um, that I was talking to them. And I said, you know, this movie is really funny. And they were like, you know that it wasn't a comedy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I was like, wait, why didn't you guys? I don't know, but they just loved the way I did it. They never, they just wanted to keep it that way. And so, um, yeah, so that was that's kind of what happened during the throughout the the process of the audition, the rehearsals, and everything. And it just became sort of like comedic. So there's a serious <laughs> tone to it, but there's also like 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 little breaks in between of some comedic relief, if you will. To kind of well, you've got perfect this. timing because we, we've got a commercial in about two minutes here. Um, but, uh, you know, t- talk a little bit about some of the movie uh, projects that you're working on, the, the stuff that you can actually mention, because I know you've got oh, a lot well, of projects think, going on. Yes, uh, we're going to be announcing. So we, I worked on a, on, a, uh, on a project called Relationship Killers, and we're actually, mm. we've already we premiered that film. Um, it actually, it was at the Chinese Theater, and we're going to go ahead and have it in another film festival, I believe, and I was just told this recently, just today. And mm-hmm. as it turns out, we're going to make an announcement for our feature film there. Okay. And so Good that's going to be an amazing, yeah, so we're going to announce it there. Uh, we're planning on filming it by the end of the year, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that's where we're going to announce it. And as far as uh, what I have going on now, I do I am going to be filming a shot of Jack. You guys would be hearing more about that because we just uh, filmed some stuff and 
like behind the scenes type of stuff, and we're going to go ahead and announce it. So A Shot of Jack is, is um, it was written by, um, I know we have no more time. Actually, we have no more time. But I would just say. We'll skip into a commercial in just a moment. Yeah, we'll definitely go to <laughs> yeah. commercials, and we're going to have our guests come up. Awesome. And here we go. Commercials. Imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity, where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for, where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects. Get interviewed, manage your business, and sell your product or service on our new EasyWay store. Let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you. We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EASYWAY, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678. Or visit EASYWAYNETWORK.COM. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. Welcome back. And we have our distinguished guest. Uh, say hello, Mr. Jermaine Miller. Hello, everybody, and thank you for having me this evening. All right. There's the crowd, too. Janet. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you. And I was telling everybody about all those secrets you were kind of telling us. You know, I call them secrets, but they're Inspiration. gems. Inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how exciting that was. I wish, like, I, like he uh you know, Will was saying we wish that that was part of the podcast because it was really good information. Oh, true. Super good information. And, and tell us what you're currently working on. Well, uh, these days here, I'm working on a new venture. I recently launched a, a publishing company where we help uh, authors create and tell their stories. And then we show them how to get paid to tell their stories after publishing the book. So we've been working with a few authors over the last uh, few months here of 2022 and already have a few best-selling authors so far. Oh, great. That's a good I record you, right there. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I was listening to you before and looking you up and just doing the research, and I, you're one of the best uh, people to talk to because you've not only helped people launch their careers, but are there as an author, but you also even wrote books for people as well. And I know you're transitioning mm-hmm. as a consultant, but the fact that you've done that and you sell this, these books, I think you, so many bestsellers and so forth. And Janet, I'm going to add to that too. Um, I, all of his books are on Amazon and they're all five stars out of five. And like, if you Google Jermaine Miller out of all the Millers, big Miller family, he's the first one that comes up. That's so you know he's doing big things and uh, um, making his presence felt. Do you have a favorite project you've worked on so far, Jermaine? Uh, I believe all of the projects have been phenomenal. However, my I think my favorite project in terms of writing has to be my second book, 
which I wrote called Wake Up and Live. And the reason why I believe it was powerful is uh, one of my mentors, Miss Diana Nightingale, she is the widow of the late, great Earl Nightingale, who uh, wrote The Strangest People. Wow. So the Leave the Field forward. author. Yeah. Yes, Leave the Field, Stranger Secret. She wrote the foreword to that book. But what oh. was so powerful about that book is mm-hmm. I was just coming off of my first project, Wake Up and Win, which was forwarded mm-hmm. by my spiritual father, Mr. Les Brown. And we were going to go on tour. We had a 15-city tour with that book. And the, the, the title of the tour, the headline was Wake Up and Win. And we ran Mm -hmm. into COVID, so we unfortunately couldn't kick that um, tour up. So, you know, just like everyone else, we were were experiencing COVID. We were experiencing, you know, economic downturn. We were experiencing riots and, you know, George Floyd stuff going on. And everybody was just trying to figure out exactly what was going on in the world and, and how would they be able to live with that new norm. And myself, you know, at the time I was going through a divorce and just becoming a single dad raising three kids at the time. So I was going through that. I was uh, in the midst of, you know, not really getting the the launch of my first book and you know, going through the divorce and being home, remote learning with the kids. I felt myself kind of spiraling out of control. And one day oh I was watching. It's, it's a handful, yeah. Yeah, I was watching mm-hmm. the news. CNN, constant negative news, and right. I myself, you know what, I'm I'm going to turn off this because every day I was getting up, watching the news, trying to figure out what was going on, and right mm-hmm. before I turned off the television, something happened, and it turned my life around. The cameraman zoomed in on an individual who was sleeping on a bench. Now, the power in that was he was sleeping on a bench in the midst of COVID, and the people riding in the streets. So you had the riots, you had looting, you had uh, mm-hmm. people screaming, you had horns honking. And this gentleman was sleeping on the bench with the covers pulled over his eyes. And I asked mm-hmm. myself the question, how many of us are laying somewhere on a mental bench with the covers pulled over our eyes because we don't want to wake up and live our dreams? And it was at that mm-hmm. point that I got up and I ran in my office and I wrote my second book, Wake Up and Live, in six days. And I believe that's mm-hmm. why I, that was one of my, my favorite projects because of how it was inspired uh, to write that book. That, that is excellent. And, and you made a good point. That's like beautiful. during all the chaos, you found yeah. um, the the, uh, the winning and the uh, the upside of it, the the book Think and Grow Rich was written in 1933, and that was during like the the big depression. But yet he was able to write this uh, very inspirational book. And he said, when it was released in 1937, he rewrote the book. He said it was the same words. He's like, but my my state of mind was so much more up when I wrote the book. So like when he wrote the book, I suppose like some of the commas and periods were a little bit different, but. Because he had his up attitude and rewrote the book, it became such a big seller. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that book is currently the second highest selling book behind the Bible. True. And you know who we have on the show in the perfect zone is Don Green, who's the uh, CEO of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. That's uh last show of this month. 
Yes, Uncle Don Green actually wrote the foreword to my fourth book, The Magic Power of Your Inner Conversations. That was my latest book, and I was I was privileged to have him write the foreword to that book. So he's going to be a phenomenal guest on your show. That is awesome. And I met you the day it was seven seven twenty one, and it was that uh, Omar Perryu event. And this is an event where I met Janet. I met uh, Jason Spann, who's got an event on uh, next month on the seventh at Universal Bar and Grill. Uh, the Love Doc, who comes on our show every once in a while, Lindsay was at that event. It was just a, a magical day. Absolutely, it was some incredible people in that room. In fact, Carmela uh, Carmela Pittman was just on the show, and she was there too. And uh, so, what a magical energy! Absolutely. Well, I wanted to talk about your motivational speaking. Um, You do that as well, Mm -hmm. and that's centered in living in your dream, right? That kind of goes along with the book that you kind of wrote, your favorite book, and the inspiration that you had with the person that you saw on on the TV. So can you tell us a little bit more about that, like your motivational speaking? Yes. Uh, motivational speaking for me is really short. I like to impact and empower people to live their dreams because I'm out here living mine. And I just feel like mm-hmm. as, as a conduit, I help mm-hmm. people be able to see what life could be so that they could focus on it as it should be. And so my motivational speaking is geared toward um, the impact and empowering people to be change makers. I believe everyone has a mission. Everyone has a purpose in this world. We didn't show up for no reason. We just need to discover what that reason is so that we can be the change makers that we need to be. Mm-hmm. Well, and I understand you're good friends with Omar Perryu, and he's got a, that show called Zero to Wealth and he's got a show on the Easy Way Network. Um, talk a little bit about your friendship with uh, Omar. He's going to be a future guest on the show as well. Yes, Omar is a phenomenal, phenomenal individual, a mentor of mine for for a few years. I met him, I would say, about five, four or five years ago here in New York. Mm-hmm. There was an event that we did with Les, and Omar was there. Got a chance to meet mm-hmm. him, and then from then uh, we stayed in contact and obviously there was a few other events that we worked on together too so definitely have been a mentor of mine over the last few years he's a phenomenal person phenomenal human being and always looking to empower the lives of others which is what we should always be looking at right and one of his mentors was zig ziglar you know i'm sure that's one of yours as well i can hear some of that philosophy Mm -hmm. absolutely what were you going to say, Janet? So, yeah, I wanted to make sure that we get everybody that's listening can find you because uh, we're, we are almost at the 30-minute mark. But so just to let, just to reiterate, um, you coach and you help people write their books and motivate them. You kind of guide them. You're mentoring mm-hmm. them and so forth. But where can they find you? Yeah, all my social What's media handles, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, they're all my name, Jermaine, J-E-R-M-A-I-N, Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R. That's the best way to reach me on social media. And if you want to contact me online, um, you can contact me at jmpublishingllc.com. 
awesome. And I just want to make a correction really quick that the the podcaster of the year award it's not till the end of the year. So I just want to make that correction really quick while we have everybody on. And yeah, so tell us. And I know you work. You know, you said you were a father of kids and a single dad, and you you've done. You're able to be an author, consult people, and even work in real estate uh, all from your home. And uh, at this point, you know, how is real estate for you? And is that also part of it still, um, part of your life? Mm, good question. Yes, I've, I've been a real estate broker owner for the last seven years. I was privileged to be in the industry for 17 years. In the last seven years, I've owned my own company. And that has been a phenomenal experience, although I'm not as active as I used to be. Again, that was a part of me living my dream first so that I can inspire others to do that as well. I stopped being a broker, opened my own firm, and then I helped inspire agents to be the greatest versions of themselves. So in terms of running the company but not active in terms of doing the day-to-day operation work. Hmm. Wait, I sounds Good like, transition. Uh, yeah, and I see you, you know, you're writing all these books and stuff, and it's just taking off. So that's awesome. You know, we have a few seconds. If you have any last words or words of inspiration or anybody out there that maybe wants to start writing but haven't started, uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to that question too. What what got you to write your first book? Like the, the very first, what what got you to sit down and say this is something I want to do and add to my uh, profession and do it professionally? How, both questions at once. Uh, well, two things got me to write my first book. I knew that if I wanted to be a speaker or an expert in something, I needed to have a book about what it was that I'd be speaking in. And sure. From that moment, once you become an author, people actually take your advice more than they would take the advice of a doctor. So because of that, you can increase your income right away, uh, being an author. The second reason why, which is actually the first reason why I wrote my first book, is the same thing I tell everybody when I first meet them now. And that that is, Mm -hmm. where's your book? And the reason why I say that is because that was the first thing Les Brown said to me when I first met Mm -hmm. him six years ago, where's your book? And it's so powerful because it's almost like waking up someone or waking up something within someone. When you ask them that question, where's their book? Everybody has a book. Everybody has a story. Everybody has something in them that they can leave a legacy by, by writing a book. Unfortunately, only 1% of the people who say they want to write a book actually write a book. So the goal here for me is ask the question, where's your book, and then help them to become a part of that 1% who leave a legacy mm-hmm. because it's something that they did. What a well, that, was, that was phenomenal. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's, yep, that's the end of our show, but thank you so much, and we'll see you guys next time on next Thursday at 7 p.m. Yeah, happy Thursday. Thank you for being such a great guest, and thank you, Janet, and thank you, Mrs. Perfect, as well.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.